This is an ABC podcast. Hello, hello. My name is Ruby and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. This is a show where each week we take a look at five news stories from right around the world. And today we'll be travelling to India to meet a young inventor. Then we'll buckle up for some driving lessons with a local legend in Queensland. We'll fly over to a wildlife sanctuary to meet the world's oldest seabird and find out about a big decision the government's made that could be very good news for the environment. Finally, we'll chuck on our snorkels to visit a -a one-of-a-kind coral reef. What do you think? Ready to get cracking? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Fantastic. Let the countdown begin. Story number five. You probably don't do much ironing at your place, but I'm guessing you probably know what an iron looks like. Yes, they sort of make clothes flat and not like all wrinkly and creased. Over in the country India, it's not very common for people to have irons at home. Instead, there are ironing carts that cruise around the streets. Kind of like an ice cream truck. But instead of ice cream, you're paying for your clothes to be ironed. There are thousands of ironing carts right across India. And the bad news is that most of them are powered by burning coal. That creates lots of pollution in the air. So maybe they could do it some other way, like solar power or wind power? That's exactly what 14-year-old Venetia thought. So she invented an ironing cart with solar panels. That means it's powered by energy from the sun instead of coal, and that makes it much better for the environment. That's really good because they're still helping people. Totally. Venetia's invention won the Children's Climate Prize, and that means that she got $15,000 to continue her awesome environmentally friendly work. Okay, time to head over to our next story. Story number four. We tend to spend a lot of time in cars. You might get driven to school or on a long car trip when you go on a holiday. Cars can get us all sorts of places. But how do all these teenagers and grown-ups know how to drive? They might go to driving lessons. Turning corners, reversing, going fast. Or they might get taught by someone else, like Dad got taught by my auntie. Yes, when you learn to drive, you need to spend hours and hours and hours practising with someone like a parent or a driving instructor, and they show you how everything works. But not all kids can get this help. And that is where Ep Lamming comes in. (coughs) Ep is retired, and he lives in a place called Logan in Queensland. He's 86 years old, and he spends his free time volunteering, helping local kids learn how to drive. What's a volunteer? There's someone who puts up their hand to do something. You don't get paid. It's sort of like giving up your time to help other people. Spot on. Over the past 10 years, Epp has spent 7,000 hours volunteering with young learners and he's helped 66 kids get their driver's licences. 
hop in and start driving with your driving lessons. Definitely. Keep up the great work, Ep. <coughs> okay, time to steer our way over to... Story number three. On a little island in the Pacific Ocean lives an old albatross named Wisdom. It's like a big bird and it might be a bit like an eagle. Wisdom is a Laysan albatross and she lives in a wildlife refuge on an island called Midway Atoll. Wildlife sanctuaries are places where they give animals if they need help, like after the bushfires when they got looked after until they got better. And then all the other um, wildlife animals live in there so they don't get eaten by the dangerous ones in the wild. A wildlife refuge or a sanctuary is a place that animals can live safely or get better if they've had a hard time. Sometimes you can go along and meet the animals there, but not the refuge on Midway Atoll. It's for animals only, plus a few scientists are allowed too. These scientists first met Wisdom in 1956. Usually, Laysan albatrosses live to be about 40 years old, but it's 2021 now and Wisdom is still flapping about. That means she's about 70 years old and that makes her the oldest known wild bird in the world. That's pretty amazing. Maybe she's old because her name is Wisdom. On their last visit, the scientists got a happy surprise. Wisdom had a little baby chick. Albatrosses hatch an egg every few years, so this could be Wisdom's 30th baby. 30 babies, crazy. The scientists at Midway Atoll Wildlife Refuge are working hard to make sure there are lots more healthy birds like Wisdom on the island for years to come. OK, time to fly on over to our next story. Story number two. Now, we know that our climate has changed a lot. Warming oceans has hurt a lot of coral reefs around the world. The temperature in the ocean gets too hot and then the coral can't survive in the seaweed and the plant, which means the fish can't. But there's one reef called Rolly Shoals at the top of Western Australia. Humans aren't allowed to go fishing there. And with nobody living anywhere nearby, there are no boats in the water either. In fact, Rolly Shoals is one of the last coral reef systems in the Indian Ocean that is completely human-free. That's good because that reef can thrive and live for much longer. Not very long ago, scientists wanted to check on the reef. So they sent 88 cameras underwater to have a look around to see how the sea creatures are doing. And what do you think they discovered? Maybe they found treasure. Well, it's definitely one kind of treasure. They found a healthy reef full of coral and fish. The scientists say that Rolly Shoals has lots of biodiversity. That means lots of different kinds of creatures live there. Sea turtles, turtles, fish, anemones, coral, and starfish. That's really good because it means there's more of them and they're protecting the endangered species. They say it's one of the healthiest reefs in the whole of Australia. And that's because humans just leave it alone. Well, if that works, we should do that for all the reefs. 
I think you could be onto something there. Okay, our last story is about the environment too, and a big change that's happening to help protect it. Story number one. We've talked about single-use plastic on News Time before, haven't we? Yes. It's plastic that can only be used once, and then you have to chuck it out, and you can't use it again. Like plastic straws, plastic cutlery, plastic like plates and bowls. Precisely. And do you remember the word biodegradable? It means when you've got something and you throw it out, it'll break down into the soil, and it won't hurt the environment by. Just staying there for thousands and thousands of years. Ah,、oh, you're all over it. Single-use plastic is the name for plastic things that we use once, then throw away. It's not biodegradable, so it stays in our environment for years and years and years. That's why South Australia banned some single-use plastics, and now the rest of Australia is going to do the same. That'll change a lot for the environment. And it'll probably be another big step to healing climate change. All the states and territories around the country have agreed to stop using single-use plastics by the end of 2025. That's in four years. That means plastic knives and forks will be banned, and plastic straws too. But some plastics, like takeaway coffee cups, well, they're still going to be allowed. Mm, I feel like they should ban everything. If they're going to ban some things, they may as well ban everything. They could use keep cups instead. Like we've got kid keep cups that we use for hot chocolates and baby chinos. If one whole country uses less, then eventually I feel like other countries will take on their example, and eventually everyone will ban it. Sounds like you're setting an excellent example. Good on you. And you know what, my friends? That's it. We have reached the end of our news countdown. Thank you so much for all your help. Time for me to find some fresh news stories for next week's show. I'll catch you then. Thanks, Ruby. See you later. Ciao for now.